we are back. The New York Gun Guys podcast. I tried to do that intro really cool. We are the New York Gun Guys. You're not cool. Thank you. You're welcome. You're the best. I'm here for why, your emotional why are you here? support. Why are you here? We are the New York Gun Guys. That's not bad. Yeah, not terrible. <laughs> All right. Well, you want to give it a shot? No. <laughs> That's what I thought. You didn't let me do it. <laughs> you opened your mouth real wide on that one. I thought you were about to <laughs> suck in the whole mic. <laughs> I was going to do something mildly inappropriate. Yeah, I bet you were. Not not with the microphone, but I don't believe that. You'd have to edit out what I was going to say. <laughs> All right. Well, we are the New York Gun Guys podcast. We're back. Uh, my name is John. My name is Taylor. We got Steve-O with no mic on the computer. Yeah, he's just sitting there. He gave us the uh, the devil horns. Mm-hmm. Um, What are we doing today, man? Well, I don't even know. It, Let's. <laughs> it's going to be one of those days, where, you know, where we're just kind of like, what are we going to talk about? And there's not really too much like out in the world that we already haven't spoken about. We already spoke about HR8. The other, you know, bill that's going to the House now. Um, we already spoke about the Feinstein proposed assault weapons ban, and you know, we could do our usual bitching and moaning about ammo prices, gun prices, the state of the industry, the state of the world, etc. So, I mean, I figure we're probably going to do a little bit of that, but honestly, it's just going to be John and I just talking about stuff. So, I mean, hey, if this doesn't interest you, then you know, listen tune to in, listen, tune in next episode. Listen, listen to it anyway. Yeah, listen to it anyway, <laughs> or check out some of our older episodes. Yeah. Well, we're gonna we're today. It's Monday. You we're know, gonna not be, every Van Halen song is a banger. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, it's Monday right now. We're recording this, Sunday, but we're gonna release this one Friday because uh, I have to release the uh, assault weapons ban yes. one uh, that that will be today. Uh, three twenty-two. That's so. That's the recording of this episode. Three twenty-two. Yeah. yeah. And then so, we'll release this one, I guess, Friday. Yeah. Um, but that's I don't know, man. That's pretty much it. There's really not much going on. There's funny shit with Biden going. Oh on. my god, yeah. There's crazy shit with uh, Cuomo going on. Yeah, a lot of crazy shit with Cuomo. And if you live in New York and you're a gun owner, I can guarantee you are excited about the Cuomo shit. Not what he did, but like the you know <laughs> everyone's excited about him being creepy. Well, um, well, because well, now he's excited about him like possibly finally going away. Well, that's the whole thing. People are like all. I think it was like a, more than eleven uh, Democratic politicians. Are oh, saying it's Cuomo. way over. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Now way, I haven't been I had following it too much. I, don't, I think I might have sent you. Um, the list. They're like telling the him list. to resign and all that. And now he seems to be like finally under pressure of sexual allegations, opening up the state. Oh, soon schools can be three feet well, apart instead well, they of six. Are, yeah, well, oh. the CDC said that. I think that it's now three yeah. feet. And he was like, yeah, yeah, sounds yeah, great. Yeah. Which is ridiculous because I just feel like three feet is a normal distance for humans anyway. Like, I don't get up in your personal space. No, like how? No. When was the last time I was like within three feet of you? Like right now we're three feet. We actually might be a little more than three feet. Yeah, we're sitting I'm across like, a standard know, beer pong table. Right, like, so... You know, it's just one of those one of those things. I have the whole list of. Um, let me just pull it up. I sent it to my dad a while ago. The <laughs> list of like everybody who's. Yeah. It's like every everyone who has called for Governor Cuomo. To, well, my to whole resign. thing is now that people are calling for him to resign, and for people are calling him out on a shit. He's like backpedaling, saying, "Oh yeah, let's open things up. Let's you know, hey, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's get the state back to work." Yeah, we and are it's... like three allegations away from <laughs> having a fully open state and being just like Florida. At this if point. any women listen to our podcast has had any misconduct with Governor Cuomo, please come forward. Well, if you've had misconduct with Cuomo, you should come over, come, uh, come yeah, out come with on it. the podcast. Well, no. <laughs> come, we'll break that. the news. <laughs> yeah, right. So we'll be like fucking oh Oprah. Oh, my God. Sit here and tell us your story. What Cuomo will be you? knocking on my door. <laughs> Where on the doll did he touch you? 
It's real life shit, man. Oh, if, uh, speaking of knocking on doors, there was um, a recent story that the um, the police and the ATF were going to people's, not in New York, but going to people's houses that bought a large quantity of the polymer 80 pistols mm. and like, you know, giving them shit about it. Giving it was them a, shit as yeah, in... It was a news story. You, if you get the laptop, you could try and pull it up. I forget. I read it the other day. But um, they were basically... Oh, it was... The, the company didn't give out the information, but the credit card processing company probably gave out the information to who, who bought a large quantity of the uh, pistol kits. And uh, the police went. It was it was a story that broke online. I forget. God, it was maybe a few days ago that I read it. Again, I didn't come prepared for this shit, so this is just me going off the top of my head here. Um, John's searching it right now. I'll take a look. Yeah, see if you can pu- pull up anything. Um, but that's the kind of shit that a lot of people face nowadays is this kind of like lawfare like this. You know, the company won't sell you out, but if you can't process payments with a credit card for online purchases, then how could you effectively run a business? Or... If the credit card company, if the if the government goes to the credit card company and says, "Hey, you know, we need the list of whoever paid for this website's, you know, products using your service," they'd be, "Oh, yes, of course." And then, you know, it's kind of like a de facto way to find out who's been buying shit. Mm. Um, I mean, it just says here it's not. This is just like on forums. This is not like a news article. Mm. It's just basically like they're saying, like, "Hey, like I'm here and they're going door to door knocking." You know what's going to happen? Mm. And most of the people are saying nothing. Okay. It's because it's not illegal to build a firearm. No, it's so. not. It's just large. They, I guess they, they flag. Like, for example, if you go to a gun shop and you purchase, I think, more than a certain amount of pistols in one time, technically yeah. the, the gun shop is supposed to just notify the ATF. What is that number? Because I'm going to buy one less. <laughs> I forget what it is. I think it's like three or more or something really? at one That's, time. Yeah, I think yeah, I It's that. just supposed to be a multiple purchase thing, to, I guess, to prevent you know trafficking or whatever. But, you know, they could decide to investigate they they could decide not i guess depending on what they are and you know if you're buying i mean they can knock on your door and be like hey can we talk to you and you can just be like no yeah no f off and then yeah. you close the door yeah. they can't do anything about that no. they can't come in your no. well, you legally purchased it so right exactly it's just i think a thing for trafficking and then they have to look at all the other things surrounding it like who bought it where it is you yeah. know does this right. person have a history of buying multiple firearms at a time you know and then they kind of just do that um speaking of buying firearms john it's been very hard um i feel like i should be in uh, gun buyers anonymous because mm. i i've been really tempted as of late to buy guns but the okay. problem is i'm not going to pay the ridiculous fucking prices right that i see on Gunbroker. i was literally looking on Gunbroker the other night i just i peruse why i don't no 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 because it helps me gauge what the market is for certain things you're like fiending no 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 it, it it's helps. like you need your fix, and you're like scratching your arm until it bleeds, dude. No, 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 It helps me. <laughs> it helps me sick. gauge the the current market for things because you go off of what active auctions are going. If you for. were smart, you'd be selling a lot of your guns right Hell now for no. fucking like triple the amount, and no then way. like when they all come back down, inevitably you just rebuy shit. No, because yeah. you know what it is with a lot of my guns. Like, there's only. There's only like a couple that are maybe duplicates. Like I have a really nice, and we featured on the podcast before. I have a really nice uh, Chinese SKS um, that is pretty much unfired. But you know, like that one is. I have another Chinese SKS, so I mean, like it's technically a duplicate. But um, you know, but a lot of my guns are kind of unique. I, I've kind of like really in my collecting, kind of tried to focus more on some of the unique. Eh, maybe not the RC. Maybe not the K98s, but 
you know, like for example, like my M91, it's a, it's a Finnish, um, Finnish property stamp, uh, Russian M91. So, I mean, there's a ton of those out there, but it's cool, you know, and then my M1s and I mean, I, I try to go now for the more unique rather than I just need to buy everything. So like the, this gun that I'm really pissed got away from me recently, I'm going to, I'm going to bitch and moan for a minute and then we're going to move on. But <laughs> it was a You're, check. You are addicted. It was no. This one you was cool. You need help. I think you need. Yeah, you need like some sort of no, therapy. No. You need therapy, dude. Instead of buying guns, I buy militaria now. But that's you know replace like Doctor Phil says, replace something with something. And you know, not yeah, that I'm just a Dr. like Phil you guy. replaced your heroin with sugar. I would never. <laughs> I've never done heroin. <laughs> Thank God for that. Yes. Dude. <laughs> Thank God for that. John's known me long enough. Um, yeah. No, but the the one gun that got away from me recently that I was really kicking myself for, which was it was a Czech uh, Czechoslovakian K98. Mauser, K98K Mauser. And it was both East German stamped and Iraq stamped. That's so, because before you got there, I stamped them both. <laughs> so it was on Gunbroker. And basically the story is, you know, Germany took over Czechoslovakia during World War II. They made guns. And then the then the guns, when Germany split after World War II, East Germany, West Germany, you know, they used East Germany used a lot of the, the, the leftover World War II guns and they property stamped them. It's like a sunburst star. And then those guns, East Germany was so hard up for money that they basically sold their surplus guns all over the world, and they sold uh, a lot of them to Iraq. Um, and the Iraqi property stamp, it's like a triangle with like an upside-down two in it. That's kind of what it looks like, if you're ever wondering. So I saw that. I'm like, it's a fucking World War II check, K98, East German stamped, and Iraq stamped. I'm like, this thing is fucking cool, right? And I've seen some Iraq property stamped guns, and you know they go. they used to be cheap, and now they go for money. And this gun went for like... I think it was like a little over a thousand dollars and i'm like you know part of that might be pandemic pricing also but i'm like dude that is such a fucking cool gun i've never seen an east german and iraq stamped gun and i'm like that is fucking cool and i'm like i was really really contemplating just bidding on it but i'm like you know that's a thousand dollars that i definitely could use towards my son or you know wow <laughs> Yes, I'm telling this you. This is very therapeutic for me, John. This is very cathartic. You have to let me just go with it. So, but no, I I, I follow gun broker auctions and, and other things just to gauge where things are in the current world. You know, things what what things are worth. You know, in in my collecting interest, I don't look at all guns. I look at mostly like Mosins, SKSs, K98s. Um, you know, just different things. Sometimes I'll just throw a search word in there. I'll just throw rare in just to see what people are calling rare. Um, it, recently, Millsurp World put out an excellent podcast uh, their youtube channel on what is a rare gun and what well what determines value in a gun and oftentimes rarity doesn't determine value because if you have this rare obscure gun with ammunition that's not available nobody gives a fuck but a k98 that they made fucking millions of everyone seems to clamor over them but they're not rare so they're worth more you know what i mean it's just it's due to demand and popularity but so that's kind of what i do it's not because i need my fix or anything like that i don't believe that no, but you know what? Occasionally, I'll see some things, and like I said, like Chinese SKS is going for like fucking seven hundred, eight hundred dollars. Russian mm. SKS is going for over a thousand dollars now. And you know, I'm kicking myself because I don't own a Russian SKS, but I'm really kicking myself for not buying one years ago when I had chance to do so. But um, it's just kind of that thing nowadays where we could always just bitch and moan about the high prices of guns. But you know, will this kind of pandemic gun buying decrease? I mean, now that people know that they will. can get seven hundred dollars for a Chinese SKS. You know, I I don't know, John. Yeah, but demand will ultimately 
decrease. Stevie, what did you do over there? Uh-oh. Stevie. Did you break something, Steven? Are we still recording? Yeah, we're good. All right. Stevie broke something. Yeah, Stevie but broke But I think something. as um as as demand goes down, which it will, because people are going to be like, okay, you know, it's I, safer. How many guns can I buy? Right. Then those I don't know, man, will, because will with, this, with this legislation that they're introducing, man, they could fucking, you know, it could just be another one of those things. Because, you know, specifically, certain guns in that list weren't, quote, assault weapons, but, mm. you know, now they're going to be, like, certain SKS variations or certain AK variations, like a Mac 90 that's not in a, quote, assault weapon. It has a thumb hole stock, no bayonet lug, no threaded muzzle, five-round mags or ten-round mags. So how is that a assault weapon? But now the government says yeah. it will be. So, yeah. you know, my Mac 90 <laughs> will probably be worth right. double from what I fucking paid for. Actually, it probably is already. Um, well, that's what I'm saying. You should be selling your guns. That way, when the prices come back down, which they're going to over time, no. you could be buying triple the amount of guns. Like, I think. I mean, no. I know you don't buy as an investment. More no. so just like to have the I, I buy them because I, I find them interesting. And if I could get a good deal, I'll get a good deal. You know, everyone loves a good deal. But if I could buy them, just because I, I find them interesting, like one gun I have is a Russian M44 that I've talked about specifically, but like I bought it, it's a run-of-the-mill Russian M44 Mosin, but I bought it because the importer stamp says that the country of origin is China and not Russia, which is pretty cool because it probably came out of Albania when a lot of Chinese Mosins were being imported, so that's why it was probably just stamped China, even though this was just kind of thrown in the mix, so... I just found it to be an oddity. It doesn't command a premium. I just bought it because I, I wanted a Russian M44, and that kind of happened to come up. So I bought it from a collector, um, and I bought a few other guns from him as well. But, you know, it, it's just kind of one of those things where nowadays gun buying, you're in, a, you're in a bad market to buy guns. You only want to buy guns because you want them, not because you necessarily need them. I mean, yeah, you don't necessarily need a gun. I mean, I think everyone does, but... What, what I'm getting at is that, like, the prices are high because everyone just wants them. They just want to pay right now. Just give me the gun. And then, you know, unfortunately, people who have been in this for years are now kind of asked out and paying higher prices. Well, just like, you know, um, hand sanitizer and Clorox wipes and oh, toilet yeah. paper and oh, yeah. meat. I don't know if you're, I don't know, like, I know I buy, I go to a butcher to buy my, like, mm. uh, beef. Yeah. And, um. Man, I remember when the pandemic was like in full ass like yeah. swing mode. They uh, like I would go there and they would like be very low on stock, yeah. and they were just like, "Yeah, man," because of the pandemic. Not only are people buying a lot of food, well, because they were like terrified. Also... Yeah, because they were terrified, but like all like you know slaughterhouses and all stuff were closed down. Yeah, distri- supply chain distribution, were... and like they didn't have any. So like it really got. I watched hit. a video where they were dumping like seven hundred tons of potatoes in the ground because yeah. they had nowhere they had no one to bring them to the supermarkets. Right. So the farmers well, literally not, just had to it's not that they had no no, it's not that they it's not necessarily they had no one to bring them to the supermarkets because things like trucking, all that stuff, those those that's all essential. They're gonna do that. Th- those people are never gonna be stopped from going to work, right? Because that's kinda like what runs the country. Um it was that all these restaurants were closed. Well it wasn't these were Farmers in, in the video, right. they were saying that right, they but had no the logistical demand. supply chain to go to the supermarkets right. was non-existent. So they were just sitting on all these potatoes and they couldn't do anything what, with them. What a lot of farmers ran with, into was that because people <clears throat> couldn't go to restaurants and couldn't you know go out to eat, whatever, yeah. there the, a huge demand for certain things, you know, potatoes, milks, yeah. you know, things like that. Where th- there was no demand because right. if you have you know millions of restaurants in the country that suddenly close, they're not buying your products. Right. Eggs, 
you know, chickens, things yeah. like this. So there's only so you can't save eggs well, forever, you know. Let me just give you one piece of advice. When the pandemic hit, my wife and I, we we found that we didn't really have problem finding things so much because we didn't go to the quote unquote what my wife and I qu- call the quote unquote white people supermarkets. <laughs> we went to the, uh, the Asian supermarkets. My wife is uh, Asian. And we went to the Asian people's supermarkets. We went to kind of like the out of the way place. Like we didn't go to stop and shop. Like screw that. And we really didn't have much of a problem finding food. Like you know, like the 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 shelves were empty, and we had stuff in our pantry for a while. You know, so we we weren't out of food, but just things like chicken. It was a little higher price, but we found it. You know, the same thing with meat and and everything else. It's just you kind of have to be a little bit more resourceful. Like don't just follow the crowd and go to the biggest supermarket right. you could find. You know, you know. It, it's funny you mentioned like going to the out of way places or whatever on Long Island there was like shelves were fucking empty oh yeah oh, empty yeah. right but you know I, I work in the city and I work in I happen to work in the Bronx area and you know uh, we would there was there's certain supermarkets there uh, that were like fully stocked with yeah. shit and I'm talking like if there was no toilet paper here yeah. I would stop on the way home at one of the supermarkets in my area where I work and yeah. they would have plenty of toilet paper plenty of paper towels Clorox wipes and it's like if people would just not be so scared to go right. to the Bronx and people are like terrified to go to the Bronx you know yeah. it's funny but like I th- and I think that also might have to do with the fact that the Bronx is a lot of bodegas where people yeah. just like run up buy a couple of one thing little and leave thing. so the supermarkets don't get so overrun there were still right. lines yeah but I think supermarkets don't have such a they're they're not so hard hit you go on Long Island there's no bodegas like there are there's a bodega every three feet in depends the, on in where the city. Long Island you are yeah but I mean, like where we live, you know, in our area. Yeah. I mean, in your area, you I was might just have over a in Hempstead the other day. There's plenty of bodegas there, my friend. Not like this, man. It's like every other store is a bodega or a deli, and they yeah. got shelves of you know Clorox wipes yeah. and foods and yeah. It also just gets into the mindset of people. Like certain people, like I, again, I'm just I, I use the joke with my wife, like white people supermarkets, just because mm. that's it's a joke between us. But right. Um, How dare you? That's racist. I know. Well, listen, you're I'm. A, you're a self hating white. We're inherently <laughs> racist because we are white. Right. But a lot of times, my <laughs> wife kind of explained it to me, like, especially with like uh, Asian uh, Americans, Asian right. people. She says a lot of times, like, they're used to just like living on the brink of just like societal collapse and natural mm. disasters in mm-hmm. whatever country mm-hmm. they're from. So they're kind of more prepared for it and they don't really panic as much. So they don't flock to the stores like, like, Right. suburban long island people do right they're like eh, we got him free we got meat we got this we got that we don't need to go to the store just yet right. like there's a lot of um <clears throat> there are a lot of resources if you just know where to look yeah totally. so like you're on long island oh shit like there's nothing here okay well you know maybe you might want to take take a trip into the city i was talking to people and they were like oh i can't find anything i'm like just drive up to the bronx like there's plenty of shit no why why not? Like if it's like you got to wipe wipe your ass with a fucking with a newspaper, or you yeah. can just drive thirty minutes up the road. I don't road. feel like paying a toll to go get some toilet paper. No, but no, you know what I mean. Yeah, I know. You, you know just what I gotta mean. Got to go outside right. your comfort zone. Yeah, and they were like, I guess oh, the same well, thing. Could yeah. be, I think I guess the same thing could be said about firearms too. Like right. a lot of times, for example, like especially when times are tough and when things are scarce. You know, let's just say for example, John, you want an AK forty seven, right? Um, you know, in New York, you could get AKs. You got to be compliant, but. You know, the premium on an AK is fucking way more than, let's just say, an SKS. It shoots the same ammo, same barrel length, different action, of course. But, you know, sometimes you got to be a little more resourceful. And if you really need a gun, you really, quote, I guess, need an AK, but you can't afford one or you can't find one because they're so scarce. But there's bajillions of SKSs out there. Well, maybe get an SKS. Be a little more resourceful. Use, you know, work with what you got. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of times what I find works best for me is like, 
work with what you got, especially dealing with, you know, older guns. That's my specialty. Obviously, people that listen to us might be more into modern firearms. I like modern firearms, too. Don't get me wrong. But mostly what I deal with is the older shit. So you just got to work with what you got. You know, the sights kind of suck. The ammo's kind of old. But, you know, especially in a pandemic situation, you know, you can, you can find some pretty decent deals on, on older or used guns. Yeah. There's there's also a lot of places that people don't realize that they can go to. Yeah. Like, there's like a restaurant, like a very large restaurant supply company. They um, sell guns? No. <laughs> online. I'm just talking about like, you know, like scarcity yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Um, you could actually go online. You can join like um, a group. You know, it's like a barbecuing group. And you can get this little piece of paper. It's like a quote day pass. And you can actually go into this restaurant supply company. Yeah. And, um, you know, it says it's not open to the public, but it pretty much is. Yeah. And I remember we were, uh, we were like out of eggs here. And we eat a lot of eggs. And... We happen to be out of eggs. My wife's parents happen to be out of eggs. And, like, my parents happen to be out of eggs. This was, like, in the height of the pandemic. Mm. So we're like, I was like, all right, like, let me go check this restaurant su- supply company. Huge. It's like, it's yeah. like a huge I know warehouse. Yeah, you know the place. Yeah. So they're not I just in Long there. Island. They're also in Jersey. Yeah, they're in, the, they're like, in like, the tri-state area. area. Yeah. Huge company. So I-, I went there, and they had, like, everything. You know, plenty of eggs. I, I didn't, like, do my full, like, shopping there, but that's a nice hat for you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> it's a turkey head. <laughs> you look fucking. Don't you be look so a turkey. St- you look so stupid. I yeah, I know. One of Don't those days, turkey. ladies and gentlemen. So no, but I ended up buying like seventy-two eggs, and I just like distributed them throughout my family, so like everybody could eat. Oh, that's good. But that's like, it's nice like it's like another one of those like little things, you know, where yeah. just because your supermarket doesn't have something doesn't mean like you're right. asked out. Supermarkets are back to normal now. There's I yeah, mean, oh definitely, everything's 100%. back to normal. Um, especially in New York, I have family in California. They still say it's locked down and things are kind of well where they live. It's kind of hard to get. They don't. Are live they in the recalling big... that governor yet? Uh, they should. They got fucking like almost two million signatures. There's a million signatures or some bullshit. Ian Cuomo gotta go. Yeah, New- Gavin Newsom in California and Cuomo really just have to like not exist as politicians anymore yeah they really um they really screwed the pooch dude dude they really they fucked up their fucking cities they really did uh, just states just to fucking spite the 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 last president or or, you know 45th president just to fucking spite him just to spite republicans just to spite conservatives you know cuomo was like oh if you're if you're a christian and conservative you have no place in new york state he said that once it was like a quote Um, weirdest shit ever well you know what the whole thing is it's like he the way they view Dude, things it's, it's pander says, it's pandering to the left it is well it's this. also an elitist attitude of like if you don't think the way we think then you're not worthy yeah and it's like no like how about we all just like fucking have our own opinions and you know you don't have to control everything you yeah. asshole yeah like <laughs> well that's that's their way you know they right. control everything about right. you and you know i'm hoping that if we do get another let's just say oh god a republican governor in this state um, you know, maybe things could be turned you know, around with the Safe Act. I'm not gonna lie, we might just based on like how shitty Cuomo did with the yeah. pandemic and everything, it, we might end up with one. But you know what, dude? Like certain enclaves in the state will never vote red. They will never yeah, vote red. I know, like New York City, yeah. most most of New York City. Yeah, certain places upstate, like Albany and other places. But I I just really think that the pandemic really opened a lot of people's eyes. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. pandemic, presidential election, it was just like the craziest shit. Like, you remember driving around, you see all like the Trump rallies and the Trump parades, and there's still I my wife, I was on the phone with her the other day. She was driving on Sunrise Highway. Um, going through Bellamore, and she's like, "Yeah, there's some people over there just standing with Trump flags on the side of the road." I'm like, "They've been doing that since, yep. <laughs> since re- since the election, man." That's and it, man. you know, it's it's hardcore. I I really dig it, but I mean, you know, Trump aside, if you didn't like him as a president, okay, but you could definitely say that he shook some shit up. Yeah, 
he 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 started something that is not it's not over yet. No, it's, it's definitely not over it's yet. Not. But you know what? Just it, like that kind of shit annoys me. Like not not so much. I I love that people are out there and they're like, you know, showing support for yeah. Trump or whatever. People you see are like, oh, look at these, uh, you know, look at these trumpets, these Trumpies, like all these like Trump supporters. They're so stupid. Like he's not the president anymore. But like for four years, we had like all the Democrats moaning and bitching every day about how like Trump is a president. It's like, why is there such a an attitude of like hypocrisy that comes from the left? You know, I'm like, uh, it's just something that really it just I, I can't. Yeah, and it's like the same people who complained about Trump being the president who are now saying complain that people who want, like Trump shouldn't be complaining that Trump right. isn't the president. It's like, do you not re- remember what happened for like the last four years? Like you were the same people, but it's like now you've just conveniently forgotten about it. Of course, it just course. really, really irritates me, man. Yeah, it of just course. really irritates me. Of course, and you know now with things going on with, for example, I not to get too c- conspiracy theories, but there was that unfortunate. Uh, mass shooting a week or two ago in Atlanta, where that yeah. that young guy went and right. shot um, the the places of business where predominantly Asian Americans work. Um, yeah, now, they were they were also like you know happy ending locations. Well, that's that's the whole <laughs> thing. He uh, and I'm not glorifying or justifying this, but I'm just telling you what I've read on it. He yeah. they said that he did it because he was a sex addict, and that which is a he, that's what he said as the person who right. did it as a key motivator and that he was removing quote temptation. That's a very psychotic thing, but they asked him was race a motive motivation. And he's like, no race wasn't a motivation. So here's the problem is that the left just wants everything to be racist. Exactly. And they need to push more racist shit that now this is becoming something that they just wanted to be racist so bad that they're creating it. Look, the guy killed people who were Asian. There were Mm -hmm. also people who weren't Asian who were killed. There was a couple of people. They don't talk about those people. No, and they're like, well, this was a, ra- a race-motivated crime. No. And then like, the police are like, we have no reason to believe that. And then they're saying, like, oh, the police are covering it up? What the fuck do right. they care? Exactly. What do they care? Exactly. And it's very <laughs> you know? unfortunate. And, you know, well, what I was getting into with this, John, was that it's very kind of conspiracy theory to me that there was a recent campaign about uh, violence against Asian Americans, you know, and mm-hmm. you know, anti-Asian sentiment in the country, mm-hmm. um, and then gun control introduced, assault mm-hmm. weapons ban right. introduced, and then this guy goes and commits a mass shooting yep. against Asian Americans. And shootings I'm like, every day. Well, that's the whole thing. Like, but I'm the like, thing. there's but, shootings. I, yeah, I know, but just like there's shooting. I'll let you finish in a minute. Yeah. There's shootings every day. Okay, yeah, let me get a happy ending in a minute. Yeah, I'll let you get a, a, rub, <laughs> a rub and tug. The, okay, Stevie, the, the, <laughs> he needs one. So they're, they're <laughs> just give me the look. There's shootings every day. This shooting just happened to work for their story, exactly. so they, they plucked it. Exactly, and that's that's what I'm getting at. It just like it, it was kind of like this perfect storm of like everything they they're talking about lately, and then this happens, and they're like, look, look, this is this is what we're talking about. Yeah, and listen, as somebody who again is married, a Jewish guy here who is married to an Asian woman who's born here, her parents are. Her mother was born overseas and her father's first generation here and who has introduced them to gun safety, the, the, the rights. I mean, her father is an amazing guy, born in Queens, just a regular dude, you know, first generation here. And her mother's an amazing person as well. But, you know, this is something that I live with where it's like, OK, you know, I'm people are in the world are anti-Semitic people in the world don't like Asians. So kind of like that. Do you think that there is um, a heightened um crimes right now against Asian Americans? You know, I haven't really studied the numbers deeply, but I would just say it's something that it, it 
because of the the origin of the coronavirus, because it came from China. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we jokingly say China virus and whatever, but I feel like some people kind of do take that as like a thing, and there are dumb people, there are racist yeah. people, and they will lash out. So you, I think there's been a spotlight on it, but mm-hmm. I don't think that it's been any more than what's, what's historically been. I mean, look right. at what happened in fucking L.A. in the 80s and 90s. I mean, shit. Yeah. There's been tensions <laughs> between all different kinds of ethnic groups, not just Asian Americans, you know, African Americans, Asian Americans, Latin Americans. I mean, it's just... It, I just feel like now, like you said, the left is jumping on it and seizing on it in order to push some sort of agenda, some sort of... You know, and I feel like it's just ultimately dividing us. I mean, oh yeah, no, I've I never mean, seen. I I've, think the goal of the left is to divide us as much as they can. Right? They want to. You know, I laugh. This because, is how they like, make money. This is how they make money. <laughs> I laugh that like a lot of these woke universities have separate ethnic graduations, and I'm like, I thought schools, you know, it's, weren't supposed to be segregated. It's, it's amazing. The, the the leftists are becoming so anti-racist that it's fucking making them more racist. The circle is coming around. <laughs> it's to making the, them more racist. Right. I saw that too. Where like I I think it was Harvard is having like different graduation ceremonies yeah. based on race, yeah. you know, sexual orientation. Yep. And it's, like, it's like what the fuck? I also like just, that is the most racist shit I've ever heard. I you also just left that the left really wants social policies, more socialistic socialism type policies, and they always talk about other countries and how great they are and everything. But I always point out, I'm like, well, you know, Nazi Germany was a socialist country and they had workers unions, workers rights, paid vacations, paid family leave. And they had all these things. And they're like, the Nazis? I'm like, yeah, go look it up. It's a thing, you know, like they paid for the mothers to stay home. They paid for child care. They paid if you if you were a part of the workers union, everybody in Germany had a job. They paid a living wage. If you worked long enough, they gave you a car, they gave you housing and this, this and this. And it was, you know. And I'm not glorifying it. This is just the facts of what what it was. Tax the businesses, tax the rich. That's how they did it in the socialist Nazi Germany, national socialist. That's what the Nazi stands for. Yep. And, you know, it just goes to show you that a lot of these people just will blindly follow anything that's presented to them because it provides just the immediate solution. Just give everything for free. Okay. Healthcare. You know, I recently had a son and I've talked about it before. It's like, why is everything in the hospital so fucking expensive? Like, I get it. It's a big operation to run. And everyone's like, well, we need to make healthcare free so that way everyone can do it. I'm like, well, how about you look at why things cost the way they do? But that's the hard answer. That's the hard way. I mean, a big reason why things are so expensive is because they do give a certain amount of it out for free. Exactly. And now you as a paying customer with insurance or whatever have to offset those costs. Right. How yeah. about this? If we stopped giving away everything fucking for free, maybe the the cost would go down 50%. Well, my whole thing is that the people who genuinely need it, like I think as a country, the best, the most prosperous and the best country in the world, honestly, shouldn't be basically saying no free rides. I think the people that really need it, really deserve it, should get some help. I mean, listen, it it, it comes down to, you know, a matter of not abusing the system, not taking advantage of a system and actually having some work ethic. You know, everyone I see a lot of times online, people are saying that, Oh, you know, screw America. It's the worst country. America's not great. It never was great. You know, yada, yada. I'm like, well, how many people are like leaving the U S I mean, sure. People move and they, they go to different countries and live and work, but like the people coming who want to come to America versus the people that want to leave are two very different numbers. I could pretty much guarantee that. You know, why do we help the world? Why do we give aid to the world? Why do we, why are we the ones that have to support the world? Yeah. Why are we the first ones that people call when there's a conflict going on in some yeah. country over half a world away? 
you know, and that's what gets that's what gets me when people say America's never great, America's this, America's that. I'm like, you know what? Every country has a fucked up past. Our yeah. past is pretty fucked up. I'm not gonna lie. You know, you could talk about slavery, you could talk about internment, you could talk about racism, you could talk about Jim Crow, you could talk about the treatment of Native Americans. But you know what? The These, fact is that yeah. what can what can't somebody do in this country now? That I can do. Like, if the, you want the, to talk about... Any, anyone who says, like, America was never great because of slavery, every single nation has had and slavery. There's still, pe- there's still and places there that have still, slavery. So let's not talk about what we... You know, that we had slavery in the past. Let's right. talk about what steps this country took to end slavery. Right. We fucking fought war- wars and people died. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, we passed these laws. We, we did shit that, quite frankly, a lot of the country didn't want right. at the time. Right. You know, we took the steps to do what we had to do. Right. Our people's constitutionally... Are, are people's constitutional rights still protected? Can a person of color in this country still go and buy a gun? Yes. Okay, so how are your how are your rights infringed in this country? How are you yeah. treated differently? I think differently? just a lot of people, like you were saying before, like take advantage of the system. They do. And, you know, there's no reason why you see somebody who's on pub, who has public assistance, gets food stamps, gets the Social Security check, right. gets, free, you know, free to low, ho- mm-hmm. no-cost housing, you know, where the rent's like five or $600 right. a month, and then you see them, they're driving around in a, in a 2021... Um, you know Mercedes right. Benz, and right. I see that all the time. And you know what? Like a little There's bit of no a, reason, little, and it's registered to their mom oh, yeah. because out they, of state, out of state, because they have <laughs> or a random person out of state, so it, it's not linked to them I know. that they have the money to buy something. It's just, dude, like well, that, and there needs to be more checks and balances when it comes to the shit we're right. giving away for. Let free. me let me tell you a little personal, like just to get a little personal here. During the coronavirus pandemic, you know, my wife was pregnant, right? When the pandemic hit, she was pregnant, but she was still working. Very early pregnant, you know, maybe a month. And then pandemic hit, and she lost three jobs. Three jobs. She worked uh, uh, at a florist, and she was a coach, and a, and she worked with kids at three different places, three different part-time jobs she was working, you know, which may equate, like equal like a, a full-time job and a half, kind of. But, yeah, you know, she lost three jobs, mind you. And being pregnant. So we did she did go on unemployment because okay, you lost three jobs. Right, right. I worked in I work in aviation, right. which God knows that I right. was I was fucking lucky and fortunate to keep working during right, all this. Right, right. So we did go on unemployment assistance. And you know what? Like I tell people, like, you know, I'm not proud of it, but it really did help us because of course we still had a car payment, we still had bills, we still had rent, we still had all this. I took a pay cut where I was working and you know it it really did help us. She's she did get off unemployment, and now that things are open back up, she is coaching again. She does do some floral work, but you know it 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 did help us. So again, it's not meant mm-hmm. to be something that you live off of permanently. Sure. But a big problem with what they did was they gave people more than they were making, exactly. which is a big problem because then you have no incentive to go back to work. Mm-hmm. My wife also lost her job because um, they had to close where she worked temporarily. Yeah, she works she in, the food in food, right? She works in the food service, so. Um, she, when they, they decide they're going to close down for a few weeks, or I think it ended up being like a couple months yeah. um, until they were like, you know, everything was like starting to settle. Right. And they, they yeah. um, you know, she was collecting the un- unemployment and it really helped because like you, we have, we have a mortgage, yeah. we have car payments, we have a lot of stuff. And as you know, I'm in law enforcement. I didn't lose my job. Thank no. God. Yeah. Um, but, but at any point things could have radically shifted with your job and you know, who knows? <clears throat> I mean, anything could happen at any time. Right. But you know, so she went on the unemployment and it helped, but, and she was making more, 
then she was going to work, which <laughs> is know. fine. That's what the government wanted, whatever. Right. And, you know, she's not going to say no to it, obviously. I mean, they just put it in your bank account. Right. But they, um, you know, she was like, <clears throat> you know, do I want them to, because they ask you if, like, you know, do you want want to withhold taxes? Right. And I'm like, yep. Tell yeah. them you withhold your taxes, yeah. everything, like, just a regular, like, it would be a regular paycheck. I'm like, any extra money that you that you get, you know, save it. Yeah. That way. That's when, what we did, so, yeah. Okay. And then, um, which she did, and then as soon as the store opened back up, she was you know, yeah went right off the unemployment and right back to work because yeah. that's what you do yeah okay the, the, it's it's you're, you're not people. you're not meant to suck the teat of the government no. forever and it's money that unfortunately future generations are going to have to pay back you know they're just printing up money we're Again, fucked not to sound we, we're fucked dude right there's there's <laughs> we're never going to get screwed. out of debt we're screwed. The only way we could get out of debt is to just invade China, take over the country, and <laughs> you but know. I mean, it's it's getting bad. It is. I mean, the national debt keeps rising. You know, we're a fiat currency. The only thing that backs our money is basically the U.S. saying, "Hey, we have nukes," and if anyone questions us, you know. Again, not to get too deep into conspiracy theories or whatever, but that's, I mean, that's not a conspiracy. I mean, no, it's not a conspiracy theory. Right. We were taking off the gold standard in 1933, mm-hmm. so. Again, it's just one of these things where not to get too crazy into it, but most people aren't aware of this. They just think that the government has all this money. No, the government right. just prints up all this money. I've heard people say like, "Why can't the government just keep printing money and pay off all of our debts?" So we're going to end up like Zim- we're going to end up like Zimbabwe. <laughs> if it. anyone knows the story of Zimbabwe and their um, the way they had their own money system, there was one trillion dollar notes, five trillion dollar notes. I mean. It was ridiculous, and then right. they wound up abandoning abandoning that, then going to the U.S. dollar as their currency. A lot of countries use the U.S. dollar as their de facto currency, pretty it's ridiculous. much. Yeah, <laughs> I was in Honduras, and they were selling their own currency in a tourist shop. Yeah, like in bags for tourists. And I'm like, is that really what the devaluation is? And everyone uses the U.S. dollar. I mean, yeah. it's it's kind of crazy that you it's know become... we we speaking about going away, you know, the different countries. We were looking at um. Mexico? I'm going there in May. Oh yeah. Yeah, what up? Very cool. Yeah. I'll be that this will be my third time in Mexico. Oh yeah. What when when in May? Uh May May uh like the second week of May. Oh, that's I don't so want to give away the exact dates. That's so funny, man, cuz we were thinking about going away. No way. Too. Yeah. Well, if you we're do, not, but uh, we don't have passports. <sighs> and it was I don't wait, let me see. That'd be so funny, man, if it was the same uh let me see. Oh no. Yeah. No, ours would have been like the last week. Uh, well, by the way, if you go to get your passport now, it takes a long ass time. I no, submitted... I heard, but I heard it doesn't. I, I have a, I have a coworker who, who was telling me that she like, um, she had to get her passport or something, and she like put a rush order on it, and it like got there like really fast. You could pay like, to expedite weeks. it. You could pay to expedite it. Also, if you have pending upcoming travel and you show a dire need for it, you can yeah. get that quick. But like, I put mine in for renewal. Mine expired yeah. in June of 2020, mm-hmm. and considering all that was going on, I'm like, I don't need to renew this right now. Sure. But then in October, I'm like, oh, shit, I should get on renewing this. So I right. submitted it like the end of October, beginning of November, and I got it in like February. Yeah. So, I mean, it took a few months. Mm, well, that's like when and that's a renewal. Was, that was when everything was going on, though. Have you ever had a passport? <laughs> years ago. Okay, so you've had one. It's years ago, though. It's, if, I went to the Bahamas. I if it expired one. less than 10 years ago, then you all it is is a renewal. No, but it's anything, over 10 years. Okay, it had you got to apply for a new one. Probably then. close to 20 years. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't go out of the country. No. This would be the first time. And I saw that the prices are very, very, very affordable. I got airfare for like three hundred. Dude, there was some. uh, You'll talk to me because I'm I'm kind of an expert. Yeah, I know, I know. There were some places I saw where it was like, and I went on. um, My coworker mentioned um, this website, Cheap Caribbean. Yeah, they're they're a big one. Yeah, I went on there. She, that's she's she goes all over the world. Yeah, crazy. And um, she was saying that that's where I go. That's where I book. I have great experiences. Um, I looked even the most expensive spot there with like the upgraded like room and all that shit was like 
twelve hundred dollars a person with airfare. Yeah, talk to me. We'll talk off camera about this more, and I'll talk to your your wife about it because I've been to Mexico three times. I used to be a travel agent um, in a past life, in a past job <laughs> that I, it seems like a past life. And I've been to Mexico. This will be my third time going down there. Um, a lot of times, also JetBlue. <laughs> JetBlue vacations if you go on their website yeah a lot of time what they do is they undercut their own airfare in order to mm. beat competition so if you're flying JetBlue and you're booking through JetBlue they'll just like undercut their own airfare to lower the price below cheap Caribbean or whatever and sure. then sometimes places price match as well mm. so always look at that too um but yeah anyway getting getting on from that but what my point was we were talking about like the currencies and everything oh yeah the um I saw on like on uh on their website there that you have to you have to use um Mexican money down there? No. Because that's what it says no. all over the place. It's God, like, no. It's like, per, as per, you know, uh, government restrictions, you no. have to use like, no. the peso or whatever. No. You can, anywhere in Mexico takes, at least in the touristy areas, yeah. like in like Cancun and stuff, yeah, yeah. everywhere takes American dollars. You could use Mexican pesos, but the problem is also the exchange. So you, if you go down there, you don't really know what the exchange is and you can get ripped off. Right. Like if you pay for something in... in in American dollars, a lot of time at a shop, and you need change, you're going to give you change back in Mexican pesos. And who the fuck knows if that exchange is right? <laughs> also, different shops you go to down there have different exchange rates. Like some people be like, "Oh, twelve to one. Oh, we have the best exchange rate at fourteen to one. I'm like, "Well, what? What the fuck is it? It just they kind of go off their own thing. And you know what? Stuff is down there is so affordable that it really shouldn't matter if you get ripped off for like a dollar or two. Yeah, it's like whatever. So what do you use down there? You use dollars, American dollars. You just like you like bring like a wad of like oh, single yeah, singles. Dollars. Yep, I low low denomination bills. bills. All huh. I, I'll bring That's like awesome. a fucking wad, and you know ones, fives, tens. The highest I'll go is a twenty. because yeah. right, and anything more than that, there's really no need. And right. anything you use at, the, at you buy at the hotel, you could pay with a credit card. Just watch out for your foreign transaction fees. Well, I mean, um, we would go all inclusive anyway. Well, yeah, but what I'm getting is if you want to like book something at the spa, which it ultimately oh, right, gets right, billed right. to your. So, like, if you want to obviously get billed to your room, right? Exactly. So you're going to pay with that with a credit card. Sure. Also, every when you go there, they also ask for a credit card to be held on file for incidentals sure, or whatever. Sure, sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, I love it. I've been there a few times. I'm going back uh, in May. So we're going to go visit my wife's family in Connecticut. Okay. Um, and then I think we're going to go to like, uh, Mohegan Sun nice. and then we're going to go to Boston and like do some you of should, like, the walks over there. Yeah. Like, Boston's really shit. cool. Yeah, I've been so, up there. Yeah. Actually, the last trip I took was up to Boston before the pandemic hit. Mm. We went up in Boston in the beginning of yeah, March. Right. And then like two weeks later, shit got closed down. Yeah. Like we did like. Because my, my wife uh, has volleyball tournaments up there for her kids right. that she coaches. And every year we go up to Boston. Dude, you got to go to Mike's Pastry in Little Italy. Yeah. You got to get the cannolis there. Yeah. I'm telling you. Okay. The best fucking cannolis. They're like a fucking log. They, oh, my God. My, uh, it's yeah. cash only. So bring cash. It's cash only. It's like old school as shit. Okay. Mike's Pastry in Little Italy mm. in Boston. Okay. Fucking the best. Okay. The best. Um, the Sam Adams tour, unfortunately, yes. like a buddy of mine went, they don't do the tour during COVID. I, I don't it know might, what they're, what it, it is might now, be different now, but yeah. When so was the last time you went, I mean, you know, I went in March, but Tom, no, him. Tom went, he went, uh, yeah. last year. Uh, to, oh, no, it's, it's gotta be different. Okay. Now. Yeah. We were looking cause we don't, you know, obviously we wouldn't want to go right. and have nothing to do, but right. like everything is at like b between 25 and 50% capacity yeah. now and all these tours and we just want to go see things, you know? Yes. Also hit up if you're, if you have the time. It's a little bit out of the way, but hit up the Springfield. I've never been there. I've wanted to go to the Springfield National Historic Site, the Springfield Armory Museum. Mm. Dude, I want to go there. I've yeah. never been there. But every time we go to Boston, I'm like, oh, it's just a little bit out of the way. Yeah. Where is I, it? It's in Springfield, Massachusetts. But like how far? Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're, we're you know, obviously driving up there ourselves. Yeah. So we, ha we kind of have free reign to, to move around. Dude, if you can do that. How far is it from there? I, it's, it's, not, it's not too far out of the way. 
but um, I looked it up on a map. It's it's doable, but yeah, because um, yeah, we want to go and you know, because my wife was saying, you know, I want to go away, so I'm like, yeah. okay, no problem. Where do you want to go? And she was like, I want to go to Florida. I'm like, okay, that's fine, because up until like literally last week, flights to Florida were like twenty bucks. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, and nowadays. now no, now my my uh, my coworker was looking at four hundred dollars. It's because of the it's because, because of the holidays. The, Passover and, is coming up and next the, week, and and they're fully open. Yeah, they're fully open. So, um. So I was like, look, you know, I told my wife, I w- I'll, look, we'll go away, but there's no, I don't understand going to Florida if we're not going to go to a theme park, or if we're not going to go see something there. You just want to sit on a beach, like, <laughs> let's just go to Montauk, you yeah. know, like, why are we going to fly, pay pay money, fly, pay at an expensive hotel, uh, stay at an expensive hotel for you to sit on the beach? I'm like, I'm going to go, like, see things, like, why can't we go, you know, to Niagara Falls, or we fly to yeah. Arizona, see the Grand Canyon, or anything yeah, like, you know, cool. that's the kind of shit I want to do, and, you know, after we talked about it, she was like, all Boston's right. Boston's cool. Yeah, so Boston's I figured. Boston's like a maximum, like, four day, three day. Yeah, well, that's what, well, that's why I have a week. Yeah. Really, I have 10 days, and uh, so that's when we're, like, kind of, like, bounce yeah. our way up there, visit some people, and then land there, and, you know, yeah. go from there, but, so that's what, you know, that's what I was trying to explain to her like that's kind of what i want to do like even yeah. if we go to mexico like we do we can go see like the aztec shit or whatever yeah i want to see shit you know yeah. i don't want to just sit on a beach that's not fun part of me when i go to mexico for like a day i just want to be on the beach and just fucking drink beers like that's sure, the one that's the one day sure <laughs> but if we're gonna stay there for a week i know we got some plans it's only it's like, only too much my wife and i we so want to go see do. the cenotes which are underground like freshwater caves basically mm, uh we do cool. we've we've been to mexico before her yeah. and i and uh we we've seen some ruins and stuff but right. we're going for a friend's wedding so oh nice th- yeah so it's going to be a little bit of a party time you know yeah of course we're going to leave my little one with with her parents so you know it's it's going to be good and how long are you going for a week oh nice. you know what i love also seeing sometimes like to get to bring this to bring this full circle back to guns, mm-hmm. um, the federales, yeah, the federales <laughs> and the border and the, and the yeah, checkpoints and yeah. stuff. Man, they got some cool old guns, like yeah. old school M16s. Right. They got like, um, man, I saw they they had these, like these weird ass submachine guns. I think they were like, um, like these old. I forget what they were, but they were like a Czech submachine gun. They got like this old ass shit, FALs, M16s. Right, right. Yeah, they got um, a lot of cool shit down there, like. I mean, cool in my opinion. To them, it's probably like some ratty piece of shit, you know? <laughs> Beat to hell, been through the jungle gun. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I really happen to like just seeing, like, anytime I see, like, the like when you're driving down right. there, they have, like, these random checkpoints on the roads, you right. know? Right. And you see the guys, and they're just, you know, like, oh, it's a, that's a Galil, or that's yeah. an FAL, or, right. you know? You know, it's funny, we, because uh, you, like, mentioned, like, the jungle. <laughs> I don't know if I told you. We arrested a guy the other day in our precinct who uh, Tarzan. He had a he had a machete in his like down his pants basically. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so he got in like a fight with. with was that like, a machete or you just happened to see me? Yeah, it was a machete. So whatever. But after the you know I'm not going to go into detail about what actually happened, but he ended up having a machete on him, and Jesus. he like said he said to us like oh like I use it for work and I was like for work <laughs> Wait, I was like work in the fucking jungle like what are you talking about you use it for work the fucking machete we, I use Is he it for a butcher. Work. <laughs> I use it for work. I use it for work. What you fucking work? What do you build huts in the jungle, dude? And you gotta like fight off the fucking, you know, cheetahs. Jaguars. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? Like, no, bro. And he's like, it was just, it was ridiculous. I'll tell you a little more about oh, it. Oh, yeah. I think but you, it was, you told me about yeah, it. It was, oh my yeah. God, dude. Like, what do you work in the jungle, dude? He, he started laughing because he just knew it was ridiculous. Yeah. Like, I figured I'd give like, it a shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit was funny, though. I mean, honestly. He was, he was actually, you know, it's funny, man. Sometimes you, sometimes you, you end up with, people who are arrested who are like not not cool at all like yeah real like assholes and then other times you end up with people who are just like really chill like this guy was just one of those guys who were just like yeah i know i fucked up 
you know it's like that's it man sometimes you know, people just it, sometimes it, like life just gets away from people and they end up in a bad spot fucking machete it's crazy but, but you know what that to be honest where i work at that's common yeah people people like, i've heard there was a guy i was talking to who uh who worked used to work at another precinct now he works in mine and he said also in the bronx and he said that in his precinct um when he was there, he saw people like basically sword fighting one day with machetes, like in the <laughs> street. Yeah, it's it's common over there, man. Oh they can't get God. guns, so they get fucking machetes. Cause uh, you could buy a machete, you know, you uh, can. Are they are they illegal where you work, machetes? Yes, yes, yes. To, like, if you have one in your home, is it illegal versus carrying it? Like, well, I think the way they're marketed a little bit here, because I think you can go to like hardware stores. Yeah, and you buy could, shit like yeah. that. They they like, like they say it's like gardening, camping knife, or camping something. right. But, you know, when the knife is three, four long, you know, it's not. <laughs> Especially in, in New York City, it's not. Yeah. Um, it, you're even, not chopping down anything. Right. You know? And it's all about context. Like, you're yeah. walking down a city street, and then you take it out, and you swing it at somebody. It's a little yeah. different than you're on a campground, and you're using it to, like, chop wood. Yeah. So, it's, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, oh, my God. But that's yeah, hilarious. Yeah, of course. So, it was it was crazy, man. But that's that's my life. <laughs> I mean, better, I guess, machete <laughs> but yeah, he's, gun, but, but he said he, he saw people, like, basically in the street, like, they were having a fight. It got physical, and he, they were sword fighting with my name machetes. is Inigo Montoya. <laughs> yeah. You killed my father. Yeah. So uh, crazy shit happens where I work. Yeah. <laughs> so I, was, yeah. I would love for these like these woke people to come. Yeah, just, I made a joke about. Yeah, that I would love for these woke people to, like just do like a ride along with me like on a Saturday night yeah. where I work. They'll like their minds might be changed. I just find it funny that the hashtag activism has gotten to the point where it's like people can tweet. You know things from the suburbs. Meanwhile, they have it has nothing to do with their fucking lives. Yeah, and you know you could you could be in solidarity with certain issues or sure. whatever, of course, but because you you have compassion and and you know you can empathize with somebody. Yeah. But the whole thing is just like I'm going to fight your battles for you from the protection of my suburban home. It's protection like, from my white protection from my white privilege. with your with your white <laughs> use your white privilege to shield me. Yeah, I'm going to use my white uh, privilege to shield you. God, help in us. case anybody doesn't know, I am white uh, <laughs> just yep. in case yeah we, you know we figured it out well hey i mean listen you know in this day and age who the fuck knows <laughs> john might be a woman for all i know who, who knows only on tuesdays only on tuesdays so <laughs> yeah but yeah man it's like it's just there's crazy things going on in the world and it's like a lot of people they don't see they don't really see they don't really understand no you know, especially a lot of these woke people, they're like, oh, there's nothing wrong with X, Y, and Z, and like, but like, they've only ever lived in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, and then they don't understand that right. you go over a bridge, and then like, you're in basically He's like a York. whole other world. I'm just saying, man, if you go from like Williamsburg, Brooklyn, which is like actually nice, it's it is gen it's, gentrified, it's, yeah. like whatever. Um, a lot of white people live there. Oh yeah, you, you go over the bridge, and you, like you go into you know the Bronx, and there are okay areas in the Bronx, but you go where I work. And it's like another world, man. Like when I got there, there was, it was a culture shock. It was a culture shock. I remember we were driving uh, through the Bronx one time. We yeah. were going uh, to Pennsylvania, and I had the the Trump hat in the back of my car. And you're like, dude, take that shit down. Like, yeah. I mean, listen, it, it you know. Well, because you know what it is, man. Not that somebody people, will, somebody who doesn't not, give a fuck. Yeah, and it's just, not that people are like gonna shoot at you no. in the streets or whatever. But like, you don't want like someone to like see that and then like you know throw something at your car. Right. I, I just mean, don't want to deal with the fucking people. Throw asshole. shit out of buildings. It's called airmail. People. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Dude, that's a big problem, man. <laughs> airmail. That's that's a big that's problem. Fucking hilarious. Oh my god! They're, Incoming message, motherfucker! Boom, dude. People throw like bottles and <laughs> oh and shit at my cops. God, yeah, man. 
That is fucking hilarious. I mean, it's listen, not. No, 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 it's no. Not. The name, the name, airmail. That's what it's like the nickname for it, airmail. <laughs> the name airmail is fucking hilarious. Well, it's I'm just, just easier to say airmail over a radio than say, hey, look up, they're throwing shit. I'm just at us. picturing yeah. some guy just throwing like a fucking like milkshake or something at you. No, bro, they throw like, like glass yeah, bottles, plates. Yeah, no. There was actually a guy who threw an they threw an engine block off of this. <laughs> yeah. The fuck. Yeah. They threw an engine block <laughs> off the off the roof of a building. How the why the fuck is there an engine block on the so they could throw it down on my people? God, yep, yo, that's some fucking guerrilla warfare yep, shit, bro. It is, man, scary. Oh my god, no, I'm laughing at the fact that they call it airmail, and yeah. I'm just, oh, that's that that is funny. Not what what obviously the consequence of it is, but yep. just just. <laughs> People die like that. I know, and I'm a terrible fucking person. In case you haven't noticed, but I noticed. that is just hilarious. Yeah, like, uh, like whenever I go into a building, we're knocking, you know, we're knocking on the the outside door with the buzzer to like yes. wait to get in. I always like stand. It's like kind of like an alcove where the door is. I always stand like flat up against the alcove. And the other day we were standing, and I was like standing up against it, and we had another group of guys there, and like someone like because we were like just buzzing any buzzer because we had to get in yeah. like someone like ripped open their window and the guy looked up I'm like yeah man that's why I'm standing here like someone's gonna throw shit at you you got fucking hundreds of windows yeah. you can't look at them all nah. you know and all you need is one bottle to hit you in the head shit hurts right. man you don't oh, get hit in the course. head with a bottle no not from that height <laughs> you know fucking <laughs> like you know 10 story buildings I guess the funnier name now would be airdrop with the advent of the iPhone yeah. <laughs> but that's what they say like every once in a while you'll go somewhere you'll you'll start to hear like we went to like a big call once where People ended up getting pepper sprayed and shit. Oh and they were like, because people get crazy, man. Yeah. It is what it is. And yeah. it's, it's good for crowd control. But, like, they, um, you know, there was a it's bunch racist. of people in the balconies. Yeah. They were all partying. And there's people on the ground. They're partying. And, like, we go there. We're trying to break up the party. And the people just start throwing <laughs> bottles and shit. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. It's, it's fucking crazy. <laughs> no, but, like, I know. And, and they get away with it. Because how are you going right, to, you know, you, you don't can. know what, what balcony it came from or whatever. Only. So you just like hear over the radio, like, all right, guys, watch yourselves, like, back to the cars. They're just, they're th- like, there's only so much you could do in that type of yeah. environment. Like, people, people are always like, oh, like, why don't cops do X, Y, and Z? It's like, there's only so much you can do right. when, when you're trying to enter a building and people are throwing bottles at your head. Well, you, I'm not gonna get my fucking head cracked open by a fucking beer bottle. Right. That's fuck out of here, bro. Yeah. Corona's all nice and good, except for when it's coming at you <laughs> at terminal velocity, airmail to you. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So throw me a cold one. Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, they're, I, they're they're never full. They're always I empty. know they're always <laughs> empty or filled with piss. One or the other. I'm a terrible person, John. Yeah. In case you haven't noticed, no, no, my it's humor just it's just one of those very things. fucking. Yeah, dark. it's just one of those things, man. My humor is just very dark. I mean, if you end up in the, you, know, you might, it, might, it's just might, it's might encounter it one day, but it's yeah. Well, the, the world we live in is yeah. fucked. Oh, up. it is, and you know, I I talk about it all the time with my wife. We have like these dinner conversations. She asked me, you know, like. Like why? Because she kind of sees some of it too. Like, right? She's not. She's not like me. We're very opposite, but she's very kind of common sense with things. She's like, you know, why are they doing this or why are they passing this or like how? Like, you know, she works in sports, so sometimes her views on you know she has questions on the whole like transgendered athletes and sports things, and it just you know it gets to the point where she's like, this is getting ridiculous. You know, I don't know if you saw a lot of a lot of uh, cities and states are passing laws that have to do with. I mean, obviously, it's not you know liberal northern states, but they're passing like laws and policies and shit that will prevent transgender athletes from uh, from uh, participating. You know, what my whole thing is, it's like okay, if somebody wants to be transgender, that's fine. If somebody wants to compete against other people. That's fine too, but yep. the whole thing is, it's like it has to be like you wrestle in a weight class. Sure. You know what I mean? 
So you're not going to out-wrestle your weight class. You're not going to you know, out-fight someone who's 100 pounds heavier than you. So if you are, let's just say, a 6-foot-tall, 200-pound uh, transgender track runner and you're going up against 5-foot-3, 5-foot-4, 100-pound you know, women, that is not fair. Yeah, you but you sh- could still be in the same weight class. Like You could be in the same weight class as a woman who's right. transgender and you would you could you would probably beat her just because you're built yes. and you're you know yes but so what I'm getting at is it, it's it, there's there's an advantage there that you have to address. It's not fair to put somebody yeah. who's biologically right. a male versus a biologically a female. What yeah, and a lot of female athletes are getting pissed because they're like, we can't compete with this. Like we yeah. fought hard to get our own shit. Like I don't know right. if you saw there was a whole thing. Um, the end, uh, what is it? The, the, the college basketball, uh, and NCAA. Yeah. They have the, their March madness going on sure. and they're the men's and the women's are in two different cities. And this woman, uh, basketball player posted a video of their weight room versus right. the men's weight room. And literally the women's weight equipment was like this little pyramid rack of like hand dumbbells right. versus the men's was like a right. whole open room of like free weights and equipment right, right, and whatever. Right, and she's right. like, this is bullshit. And then that somebody came out and said, oh, it had to do with like space constrictions sure. and all this. And then she's like, oh, space constrictions. She like panned to the rest of the room that was empty. And she's yeah. like, we have this big open gymnasium because they had yep. their own practice gyms. And it's right. basically like half like picture a big gymnasium, a basketball court on one side. Right. And then like another basketball court on the other but they right. use that for like weights and equipment or whatever and it's just like you know you yeah you could say there's definite inequality going on there and it's just kind of funny because i'm like man these women are getting fucked right now like, here's what i want to know <laughs> okay we have we have men's team yeah they they go up against other men right yeah. we have a women's team goes up against other women why can't we just have a transgender team that just they i don't think there's that many of them man well get some <laughs> get some no, but Stevie, like, you want to like, you want to volunteer okay but here's the thing right <laughs> like Maybe maybe you don't have enough on a, like a high school level for yeah. that. But when you get to like the college university level, there's got to be a group, a, a fair group of people who want to participate. I right? feel like honestly, you're this whole transgender. Not to put down people, you know, but I feel like this whole transgender movement is only focusing on like a small handful of people, like mm. transgendered athletes. How many of them are there really? Mm. I don't. Know. You know what I mean? Like I feel like we're shining a spotlight on like five fucking people, like mm. obviously an arbitrary number, but like. Meanwhile, the rest of the athletes in the country are, let's just say, men and women, but we're only focusing on these few individuals that are transgendered. Yeah. Like, there can't be that fucking many to now where we're, we're passing laws and rewriting shit. It's just like... Did you see that... Um, I don't know if you saw... The, um, you know how... I, I've been seeing this all over social media. Like, people are saying, like, oh, if you're if you're a straight male, right? Like, Taylor, if you're a straight male... Yeah. And... Um, you aren't attracted and you don't want to date like a transgender woman, like male to female, that makes you transphobic and homophobic. Do you think that that rings true? If you as a straight male aren't attracted to a transgender male to female woman, right? Let's say she has a penis. Let's say, but but like, but it's true, right? I know. It's just funny. And you choose not to date that person. That makes you transphobic. Do you think that that rings true at all? Well, you know what's funny? I'm not dating them because I'm not against... Like, transphobic literally means you're against the idea of people being right. trans. Right, I'm not against the idea of people being trans. I'm, people could do whatever they want. Like, right. I could give a fuck. I agree. But my whole thing is, I'm not attracted to chicks with dicks. So, right. that's but like, my but, whole thing. And it, I think for me, it even goes even deeper than that. Yeah, like, that's one aspect of right. it. But, like, let's say they had, like, their transition surgery, and now they have, like, whatever their, you know, their medically manufactured parts. Right. 
they it's not like they could you know mother a child exactly so then, like, it goes so, deeper into go, what right, you go, want in life what you right. want out of so a relationship so how does that make anybody you know transphobic so i saw that now that there are people fighting back and they made this thing called super straight have you heard of this no it's a brand new uh sexual orientation called super straight i sh- i shit you not stevie have you heard right. of this no he's shaking his head now it's called super straight everyone should just look it up it's called super straight and it was basically like created by somebody who was like, you know what? Like, I'm a straight male. I think like there's nothing wrong with like a straight male not being attracted to like a transgen a, tra- a transgender yeah. female. So, so you know, if, if being straight means that I have to, according to the left's rules, being straight means I have no choice. I have to be attracted to transgender people. Then I'm gonna make my own sexual orientation called mm, super straight. Okay, super straight okay. literally means you're a a biological male or female, and you were only attracted to the biological opposite sex. I mean, listen. Yep. And they made a flag, and the flag <laughs> is the Pornhub colors, orange, black. <laughs> the fuck? I'm serious, man. Look it up right now. I. Uh, it's, it <laughs> all right. Let me let me pull this. And um, me this that's up. and that's what it is, uh, man. So I'm just saying, like, you know, it's a little bit of a meme. It's a little bit of a nod. People are like hashtagging like super straight and all this like ridiculous shit. But, oh like, yeah. Like like look like that's how like that's how far this has come. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's the Pornhub colors. Yeah. Definitely dude. Pornhub colors. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> but you know what? It, Everyone it, should go out there and just look at it. And I saw somebody like hashtag like SSLGBTQ. <laughs> you oh, know, it's man. like it's like wow. trolling. But you know what's funny? There are I saw that there are some people who are part of like the LGBTQ community who are like, yeah, I'm totally in support of this. Well, the, everyone should be because if people want to identify, if if certain people in this country say that you should be able to identify sexually as whatever right. you want, right? Then people shouldn't be pissed when people say, all right, I'm going to identify as somebody who only is attracted to the biological right. uh, of the other. Right. We have uh, we have like a thousand different genders and right. sexual orientations. Okay, so if we want to create another one. Right. What, then how are you people stop shouldn't me? How be can you stop offended me, right? by this? It's just like one of those, you know, weird. Exactly. Moments. It's kind of like, like one of those like 4D chess moves. It's yeah. It's, it's someone they're just fighting back now. You know? Exactly. And, you know, they're they're playing the game by their own by the by the other team's right. rules, basically. Yeah. Like, okay, seeing you know how what? hypocritical you they don't want to play. You don't want to play. <clears throat> you don't want to play the game by the rules that have been established for, you know, 200 years. OK, no problem. Or even longer than that, really. Could be the men have been, you know, been with the opposite sex for thousands of years. Then I'm going to we're going to use your rules and we're going to make up our own version. So. Yeah. I always laugh when like, and again, like I'm, I'm the person that says you do whatever you want in life. Yeah. I could give a shit. Yep. And people are always like, well, there's been examples of, you know, this, this, and this in Roman times. And, you know, and I'm like, all right, well, yeah. they also threw disabled people off cliffs. So like pick and choose what you want. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> I think I said this a long time ago to you about something like they, they like take people to the, to the highest mountain next to the <laughs> deepest seas. And they, you know yeah. Oh man, I forget what that yeah. was. This is a long inside joke here. Yeah. Long so, time. But it's like one of those, you know, you're exactly right, man. And uh, like, I don't have an issue with like men being attracted to other men at I all. Do. I, I, I really care. don't care. Like I, I'm good for you. If it makes you, if it makes you happy, look, life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. Exactly. Right? You want to live your life. Yeah. You're, you know, you should be free to do so, yeah. and you should do whatever makes you happy as long as it's not intruding on someone else's Just rights. Don't fuck with kids. Right. <laughs> Obviously. But, like, look, like... Like Taylor, Stevie like, just shot me the nastiest look. Hey, I I'm just listen. I'm in support of people doing whatever they want. Just don't fuck with yeah. kids. Stevie, if you want, if you told me today that you wanted to start dating men, I would say good for you, dude. Good for you, Stevie. I hope you I hope you find what you're looking for. More women for the rest of us. Well, yeah, pretty much. 
I'm not going for his woman. I already have one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. I don't know if we have any much, uh, any much more to really say. Well, we yeah, this bitching. was just kind of a, a a rambling episode. I mean, listen. Sometimes you know, like I said, not every Van Halen song's a banger. But um, we just wanted to put out an episode. Maybe you'll find this entertaining as you're doing some sort of mundane work task or. You know, some guy messaged, oh, I'm going to put you guys on while I go hiking. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty that's awesome. cool. And then, you know, I mean, listen, not not everything is going to be all guns all the time. We have lives. We have th- thoughts and opinions. And as much as I love talking about guns constantly, you know, sometimes there's other things that's got to be said in the world. But, um, you know. I'm just going to title this episode, Listen to Us Complain. <laughs> <laughs> listen to us, bitch. <laughs> yeah, basically. Culture. Like, li- listen to us complain about the world. Bitching about culture and the high prices of guns. Yeah. As, as usual. I just, you know, I just happen to think that, you know, with the, with this upcoming legislation, I don't think things yeah. with the with the firearms are going to be getting any easier, and that's that's my fear. All right, guys, uh, check out the other episodes on uh, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and anywhere else you can find a podcast. Podbean as well. Uh, like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. NY Gun Guys, all one word. I forgot to say it in the beginning of the episode this time. Thank you, Taylor and Stevie, for coming over whoop, whoop. Uh, and uh, having this little uh, companion session with me. Much appreciated. Uh, thank you everybody for tuning in and as always stay safe stay safe